Hey guys and welcome to the FitSess Podcast. So today we've got BJ to talk about the keto diet. Um, so obviously we're going to go through talking about your journey, um, a little bit how you got into the keto diet and um, how it's worked well for you as well. Okay. So, uh, so talk to us about your journey first. First of all, what is the ketogenic oh. diet? Oh, that's a bit technical. Basically, <laughs> it's low carb. It's where you restrict the, the carbs in your diet, basically, which is ultimately it's like restricting sugar content. Would, would you say, obviously, like it's a high protein, low carb, high fat diet? Because I know it's commonly determined as that. No, I'd say it's um, low carb, high fat. Yeah, it doesn't is, matter is proper, about the protein. Yeah, protein should be about thirty percent yeah. of your intake. But I know there are people who have done it the other way. Have got high protein, yeah. middle fat low carbs. I think the key is the low carbs and that's yeah. your bread, your sugars, your rice, your pastas. That is the key. And uh, obviously like when your body goes into the state of ketosis, obviously it's using those fat stores for energy yes. uh, to create kilojoules as opposed to using what our body would usually use which is the glycogen out of the carb. Yeah, um, one of the things people say and when I started looking at this, there's a lot of science there and a lot of the science is what well, went over my head. But there are people who have been able to explain it in simple terms. And you're basically converting your body from using one fuel to another. Yeah. Um, as long as you don't keep confusing it by switching around, it does work well in the long term. So the best way someone explained it to me and said that it's about using petrol or diesel. Yeah. You wouldn't put yeah. petrol in the diesel car and you wouldn't put diesel in a petrol car. Yeah. But you can put it in every now and then as long as you flush it back through. Well, yeah, and, and that's, I think, you speak to a number of people who have gone... I won't say the word keto because that seems one of the extreme ends of it. Yeah. Because they're like less than 10 grams of carbs a day, less wow. than 20. That's a low carb. Yeah. Is the one where out of the three nutrients, carb is your lowest. Yeah. Think of it that way. Um, you can switch around. I, I was quite good in terms of being able to give up bread. Yeah. Pasta, rice, flour, stuff like that. Never give up beer. <laughs> you know, if I gave up beer, I'd be like, I don't know, too just strong to <laughs> Miserable as well, though. Yeah, yeah, so, but, but you can drink spirits. Just, just on a quick one there, Avij. How into beer are you? Is it that you get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are, what is it, brew dogs? You get like. Oh, yeah. Lifelong member thing, is it? Yeah, I'm a brew dog shareholder, getting shareholder, getting stuff it. from brew dog, but yeah, anywhere really. Anywhere. And you good love a good beer, beer, don't you? Yeah, not, not, not your Carlings or your Heineken's or your <laughs> Proper beers. ale. Craft beers and ales. Ale's less sort of, but it's one of the craft beers and sours and stuff. <laughs> so when he says he's into his beer, he means he's he, really he's into, into his beer. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst type is the stouts. I don't know if you drink stouts, but you get all sorts yeah, of flavoured stouts and they're full of sugar. Right, yeah. But, you know, if I don't eat rice or anything like that, I can have a stout or two. Good, so why did you get into the keto diet? Um, a bit of a longer story, I, I start, I've been, I'd say I was clinically obese since I was about 15, so it's a wow. long time. I mean that's quite a, a harrowing statement that you were clinically obese Well, yeah, I'd say obese is obese, isn't yeah. it? and I, yeah. I was well overweight, I yeah. was a fat teenager, I was overweight or obese all my adult life up until Wow. Um, even around till I hit 50 to be honest I was still large at 50 I think I peaked at like 18 stone yeah. and that's probably in my early 40s wow. I had a stressful job I was travelling all over the place so that didn't help but um, just before I turned 50 I had a chance to sort of retire or at least take VR from my work and yeah. just reassess 
my priorities. And initially I thought, right, I'll start eating healthy and I'll go for walks. So I was walking five, seven, ten miles a day. So I had nothing else to do, so I just couldn't walk. But the weight sort of dropped off a little bit. I was probably about 16 stone at this point anyway. Yeah. But not impressively, you know, it yeah. stayed the same. And I was eating exactly the same sort of food. Uh, what, what did your diet look like then? So like, what was yeah. you eating? Breakfast with cereal and skimmed, uh, some, yeah, skimmed milk, you know, yeah. healthy one. That's what I thought. <laughs> then I'd have lunch, maybe toast, egg, whatever, I don't know. And then a, a meal, whether it's an Indian meal or an English meal in, in the evening. But it was all rice, pasta. It was very yeah. much carb-based, a lot of carbs. Like a lot of the British diet. Yeah, it was. But that was that's the standard diet, isn't it? That's yeah. what they say you should eat. Yeah. Um, it's when I turned 50, one of the guys who used to work with me, he came and we had a and had a little party at the uh, Gildale House, club for the guys there because they're really good in town. Anyway, um, went there and I was shocked because James, he was like, he was, you know, 30, 40, so he's a tall lad, he, he, was, he was a big, and he'd lost. 10, how how heavy was he? I, I, he I, he's got it on his blog, I can't know, but he was in the 300 pounds plus, I think. Wow. But he'd lost almost 15, 16 stone in weight. Wow. And so this was August 2017. So I was like... So he'd lost about half his body weight? I'd say a third at that time. Third, yeah. third to half. I was like, bloody impressive, he looked healthy. Yeah. He's still big, but looked healthy. He's like, come on, how do you do this? And he's telling me, I was like, bullshit. You know, I was like, yeah. sorry, you can say bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, bullshit, yeah, I was like, no way. He goes, yeah, yeah, no. And since the August through to February 2018, <laughs> we met up for lunch, because yeah. like you do, we've not, not got anything else to do, because he was off work, not, not so well either. Um, and he kept telling me about it. And then towards the turn of the year, I started asking more questions. Yeah. And then we were at lunch one day in Fairbairn. I thought, right, that overdid lunch. Next yeah. day I woke up, I was like totally stuffed. Yeah. I thought, right, I'm going to start this today properly. And, and the weeks before that, I had, I had started gradually, like, I stopped pasta yeah. in the middle of January, the week after I stopped rice. Yeah. So, but I hadn't really committed to it. Yeah. But that day I said, right, I'm going to commit to this now. And there are a lot of things said about keto flu and the, the, yeah. the effects keto have on your low carb will have on your body. All I'd say is read up on them beforehand and face things away like I did. And it actually, uh, I didn't get any of those problems. Wow. But then... Which is really good because so I did a keto diet as well yeah. first, when I first started losing weight and I got the flu really bad yeah. for like two weeks yeah. when I was like I couldn't even go train I couldn't even like go outside because I was so bad so that's a good thing like phasing it phasing it well obviously yeah. guys just to point out like the keto flu is where your body is transitioning over into yes. that different fuel source and obviously your body is learning how to process the fats more efficiently than it would generally like usual carbohydrates uh, and obviously like that is going to take a process for your body to do and in that process sometimes your hormone levels could drop or they'll change they'll rise and dip and obviously that's where a lot of mood swings come in for a lot of people uh or like ups and downs in terms of like fatigue or tiredness so like, it's very common and um the low carb diet i think like if you follow vj is it low carb preston yeah, on Instagram. Like he's got some fantastic recipes. He's brought us some of the food in before. It's fantastic. And I'll have low carb days on days I don't train sometimes. So it's very feasible to do it if you're training as well. But yeah, carry on, yeah. Um So yeah, so I started. You mentioned the mood swings. I did. I, I've had them 
yeah. uh, and where the slightest thing will set you off. <laughs> but first time it was a bit of a shock. So people mentioned it, but it didn't really register with me. But then when I realised what was happening, you just avoid situations where you get wound up. To be yeah. honest, if, if someone, yeah. some, you know, you think, oh, it's yeah. a very mature way. Yeah, just like walking away for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but soon after the weight started dropping off and. Dave just mentioned Instagram, but I've got a blog which is the same lowcarbpreston.com yeah. and I've, I've charted my weight on there. You can see it just plummeting. Yeah. And, and I couldn't believe it, my wife couldn't believe it because, yeah, you know, you're eating butter, you know, you're, you're eating meat, frying meat and butter, and you're just like, how? Because no one understands that. I don't know, you've really upped your fat into yeah. it. Yeah, you're losing fat. V, just a quick one. We did a podcast earlier today, yeah. right? And let these are some of the conventional dieting rules, and I put it in quotation marks because bullshit, uh, that some people live by. So fat makes you fat. <laughs> that was a great one. Meat is bad, and red meat gives you cancer. That's not a great one. Uh, cut out salt. That's a great no. one. No carbs before bed. No what? No, no carbs. carbs before no. bed. Carbs. Yeah, no carbs anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it just shows a lot of these myths dispel each other. They do, and and it's just comical. And like oh, this is the one that you struggle with. No alcohol whatsoever. Yeah, that's just nonsense. <laughs> but, just on that, so we, we talked about your weight. So can you give us like so what weight did you start at when you first? Um, do you have the top of your head? Yeah, it was about sixteen stone. Right. Okay. And, and then it. You know, it went down, it plateaued a bit, so it went up again when I was on holiday. You can yeah. see it's actually two rises. Right. Uh, and they were the times when I was on holiday. Which, Eating carbs. Yeah, carbs, which, drinking cocktails, you know, you do. You're, you're, you're don't on holiday. Really like, What's yeah. your cocktail of choice, Vige? Oh, now it's uh, espresso martinis. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as, so what weight do you currently sit at today? Uh, I'm about 13 and a half. Smashing. That's um, really good then. And obviously you've been building muscle though over the last couple of months, so you've probably what oh, was yeah, your, your lightest? I mean my lightest ever has been I think twelve, eleven. Wow. That was just before I joined a local company where I had, they had carbs on every desk and so they started going up again. Yeah. <laughs> I won't name the company. But, they, but Nicky and Linda worked there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's Linda's fault actually because I sat next to Linda and all the food was there as well. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it has crept up to 14 but I've managed to get it back down again. Brilliant. Um, I want to get it down a little bit more but I'm not focused on the weight now. I'm more focused on little gains and achieving things I couldn't do before. Yeah. Um, Vij has the best mindset of any client we have. Like, he's so fantastic in terms of like, if you ask him to do something, he'll do it. And also, when I'm telling him about little details, he'll be going to it so much and he'll be really, really trying his hardest. But the reason, the biggest reason I asked him to come on the podcast is because he has such a good view and holistic approach to the way he does his ketogenic diet so like i know some people who do it like they ram it down your throat like yeah. I, I, I think i told vj when he first came that i had someone who like made me do it and i did it for a month and i really enjoyed it i had similar crashes to what gan had um where i think we did it like four days you had lower than 40 grams and then two days you could have lower than 80 grams and then on the seventh day you just have whatever you wanted yeah that's no. And then it phased it out, and it yeah. was really weird, and it was really hard counting it like that way. But you're very much like a—it's a lifestyle for yourself, isn't it, VJ? It is now, yeah. So, it, it, 
So just on that, would you, so say on a, on a normal week, would you just say, right, I'm going to eat under 40 grams for that whole week? No, no, no. It's, um, when I started, it's hard to count carbs. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the material out there is based on US metrics, which don't include fibre, or include, I can't remember which way around it is. So fibre is insoluble and soluble yeah, fibre. In America, they count fibre, everything is soluble. Yeah. And soluble fibre has 2.4 grams to every one gram has 2.4 calories in so in america it's a lot higher calories yeah and and it's just i think well i used a, like a food tracker i used um my fitness pub i didn't like it you I showed me a better one actually chronometer chronometer so i used that so, uh, which is really good because you can scan barcodes and it'll read it and all, yeah. all fancy stuff but i tend to try to keep it below 40 grams because I, I found a day not a week a day i found 20 um, if I was just eating, 20 was alright. Yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't used to count my beers as well, so he's like right. count 5, 10 grams for a beer, depending on what type of beer I had. And so I said, right, oh. so instead of stressing about it, it's just a number, right, under 40 grams. As long as it's around 10% of my intake, mm. then it was alright. The hardest part was eating more fat. Yeah. Trying to get your head around eating fat. So how do you do that? I used to do butter. Yeah. Just so, what are you having for lunch today? Um, do you know I'm going to have um, some mushrooms, uh, salted in lots of butter. There you go. And obviously, what's your favourite meal, Veej? I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, pork belly. Pork belly oh. with pork crackling and everything. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like a very restrictive diet, no, is it? No, you know, it's not as no. if like you're like, oh no, I can't eat that food. But Veej's really creative with it, and he's like, he's very patient in terms of. He was trying to make these uh, jaffa cakes, weren't you? And they oh, didn't always turn out right, but then eventually you got a good uh, batch. Yeah, once, yeah. <laughs> but, but he does but, a lot of baking, don't you? I do, yeah. And I've got, I've got to do some uh, lemon shortbreads out of oh, yeah. when I get home. But I've stopped counting the carbs now. Uh, I've stopped counting my food because I, I know what I, what I can eat. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and it's just, to be honest, I can get 20 minutes of my life back by not putting things Because yeah. you've educated yeah. yourself, though, yeah. haven't you? You've, uh, you've spent a long time counting calories on my fitness pal and then using yeah. chronometer. Obviously, that other app, guys, the reason why it is better for VJ is because you can put your own recipes in it really yeah. easily. Um, and that's when he passed it to me, we were trying to do stuff like that for the gym where we wanted to do some recipes and put them online and we weren't allowed to do that on my fitness pal. So that's why it's a really good app. So if you do do a lot of your own cooking or your own recipes or baking, it's a really good app for that, guys, just on a quick yeah. note for that one. Um, but VJ's brought us some absolute fantastic snacks in and we don't even tell Tom sometimes that they're like the low carb <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll use it as pre-workout and we're like, okay Tom, you do that. <laughs> then, like, they're absolutely fantastic though, aren't they? Like, what, what are some of your good, like your favourite ones? He brought us in that Snicker bar. The ones. Snicker bar, that is yeah, the best I like one. Them, yeah. They were really, really they're, good. They're very easy, very, very easy to make. Oh, he's made us some it's really good stuff. job that is, so, yeah. <laughs> so go on, tell, talk us through some of your favourite recipes. Um, yeah, well, pork belly's the best one. <laughs> yeah. uh, his mouth's salivating, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the one I'm doing at the moment is um, just a very simple one with chicken, just chicken and just like dry mix it with a bit of olive oil, paprika, um, salt, pepper, a bit of onion powder, a bit of lemon pepper as well. Slap it in the grill for 20 minutes, get it nice and crispy, charred. Yeah. Have that with salad. Oh, that sounds good. That's just, and a, you know, a bit of lemon juice over the top. It's simple. It's, it's simple for you, Vee. Five minutes yeah. to prep. My oven has trainers in it. I'm a woeful cook. You know what, and I, I said this before, before we obviously got you on, like, 
I, I had a very different experience to the keto diet where yeah. I crashed really hard. So it's quite nice to hear someone that's carried it on but also done really well on it. And like it's, it's changed the lifestyle because all the people I know that have been on it have crashed pretty hard where yeah. for you, you've really found like your niche with it. But I think that's his mindset. Like. Yeah. Age probably as well. Yeah, like, experience. How old were you when you started? He's mature. Probably about 19 when yeah. I first were you, started. Were you cooking yourself? I was. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I always was. Right, so, because, uh, you know, one of the challenges is living in a house where there's lots of carbs. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. one of the things I've learned after I started keto, was I actually had a food addiction. Yeah. It never occurred to me before, yeah. but I can recognise it now. And it still comes out. Now and then, I'll be there. Especially if I had, a, you know, again, one or two beers, be like, ooh. What if the kids have got any crisps hidden or anywhere? <laughs> 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 yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, so I'll have a packet of crisps, yeah, right, and then I'll, I'll have another. And then you sort of spiral a bit, but yeah. you don't beat yourself up about it. You just say, and that's that's my biggest point that I would like yeah. you to take away from today. Like, VJ has such a good approach to it. Like, he may have a day where he's not what he would class as keto or mm. low carb, but he goes, I enjoyed myself this day. He doesn't go, I had a cheat day, or he doesn't go, I had this really bad day. He's just like, you know, I had, I, I just had some beers and watched the no, football. The thing is, my decision, my responsibility, you can't blame anyone else. I guess it. it's putting them big boy pants on the boat. I take your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. I ate that food, no one else put I mean, it in me. You could be angry with yourself, yeah. but then what's the point of that? What's the point? <laughs> I'm going I back always, to go Sorry, no, I always say this, like, so my, my mum's boyfriend, she'll always say, oh, your mum's a feeder. And I'm like, but Michael, you ate the food. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was in front of you, but you ate it. Yeah, you have to do it yourself. It's like, in terms of like performance as well, like I train vegan, and he comes in the gym himself, and he has no like adverse effects to doing the keto diet. So a lot of people correlate no carb to like low energy, but he smashes the gym like he's doing absolutely amazing. Like it's really well. Like when he first came, we actually had a laugh about it today. Uh, he squatted with an exercise ball the first time he came in, and now he's on like an SSB bar, and he's squatting. And he's always constantly training. He does a lot of walking. Would you ever say your energy levels drop? Drastically. No, no, and no. they're actually, they're, they're improving. Improving, uh, wow, week fantastic. Week, day by day. So now, your body's become more efficient though, isn't it, on how it to is. process it? And, and it's, you know, one way people are saying to look at a low carb diet is, especially if you're overweight, because I'm, I'm overweight, I'm not obese anymore, I'm overweight, I'm still yeah. overweight. Um, I've got a con- constant supply of energy. Yeah. So like today I've had, what is it, what is it nice, about half two. I've had two slices of low carb bread, a little bit of cheese, a bit of butter, and a, and a small coffee. Mm. And I'm still going, I'm not hungry. No. You know, and sometimes you've got to stop yourself from eating out of habit. Yeah. Eat when you're hungry. Uh, but I couldn't do it. Well, no, I could. I'm not going to say that. I was going to say I could do another round now because Dex said, yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> 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 yeah, the tough session. Yeah. <laughs> the tough session. Um, but, but yeah, you know, it's not. The other thing that I, I didn't know about this actually, and then after VJ told me about it, I researched it, and uh, the an- anti-inflammatory response that your body has going into ketosis, which I thought was amazing because it's it, for me that was a revolution. So basically, VJ found that when he was lower carb, um, his knees, or if he yeah. had like an injury or something, it didn't swell. 
because his body is automatically doing an anti-inflammatory. And the reason why you would want to do that is because that inflammatory inflammation is slowing down the process of you the healing. So your body basically is fixing the problem. Um, so say if you swell around the ankle, you want that swelling to go down really quick so then your body can start healing. And talk us through that a little bit more, Vij. Well, yeah, it's interesting as well because a lot of people focus on the losing weight aspect. Yeah. And for the first few months, that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. You slide down and then people plateau. Yeah. And then that's when they lose um, confidence and they'll say it's not working. Yeah. They've got to look beyond the way. Yeah. You've got to look at what else is happening. Your body's yeah. fixed the first problem. It's now fixing stuff you can't see. Yeah. So a good way of, of looking at that is measuring inches. So I've been from, I think, what, 44 inch pants I used to wear, I'm 32 wow. now. Wow, it's amazing. So, wow, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. I could fit so two good. of me in some of my big coats that I have. Do you yeah. still have that, by the way? I have one of them, yeah. One of them Just to keep remembering. Yeah. I've not got my pants because I wanted to, I wanted to do one of those. Oh, yeah, 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 the Just go buy some 44. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, got coats which I used to wear and were tight. Yeah. And now you pull out and you could get, you know, you could fit in as well for me yeah. wow uh, it's funny it's, but I could feel this was even before I started yeah. training here I could feel myself getting better healthier wow. fitter inside mm. uh, and especially the, the, the pain I used to get a lot of knee pain yeah um, that had just sort of gone yeah, uh, I think it was a bowl of chips that tipped you over the edge wasn't it with the knee thing and you said the swollen yeah uh, oh really yes yeah, every now and then I I'm not so sure now whether it was. I thought it was that because if I do go up on the carbs, I do get some sort of reaction. Yeah. Um, interesting. This this is just weekend gone. I had a really weird one, which was almost like a, a gastro. Yeah. Issue. It's like bloated. Well, I was, no, well, I was going to ask you about this because when I first did the keto diet and then I had my first high carb meal after my stomach was not okay well like, did you is it the yeah, same thing well that's what i had it on yeah friday night i think it was it's was like there's a party going on there's a battle going yeah. on here yeah. and my whole body was shaking just by a little bit but it's, it feel like i need to puke but yeah. i can't i couldn't yeah and so when this happens you just got to wait it out yeah. but i think it started about 2 30 p.m and it was still going about 11 and i was like getting annoyed now so, it's like, <laughs> Come on. so i think about 2 a.m i just I I had a good old puke and, and it all settled fine. down after that but it was, it was a case of I think you know, my body sort of just reacting to that you've had, two, you've had chips today you've had beer and chips you know yeah, you fried you fish have a... in batter and whatnot. And you I'm don't not happy with this yeah. yeah so you just dial it back a bit I think it was as well like, another thing to take away from VJ that he does so well is like he just learns what his body does and how it responds to everything and like he's and for any client listening like that is probably the most important thing your coach can tell you to do something but you have to learn your own body you have to learn what makes it tick what, what your works where your limits are and it's the same with dieting as well like every single athlete is different some people work better off carbs some people work better off fats it happens that vj works better off fats with lower carbs yeah. you know everyone is different and again going back to vj's mentality like he's not forcing the keto diet down anyone's throat he's saying why don't you try this guys you know how would someone start the keto diet i'd say well, the way i started is you know find someone who's done it yep. and talk to them and i'm happy to talk to anyone about it awesome uh, i have got so my website there's a one or two blog posts there which sort of explain my journey and, and point to 
other sources that I've used. Oh, There's really? a group called, uh, or a couple of guys called the Two Keto Dudes, yeah. who did a series of podcasts around yeah. this. And they were really good at dissecting the science and explaining it yeah. in simple terms. And it tracked their progress through a low carb diet as wow. well. And they're really good. And they have guest speakers on yeah. who really went into the science. And, and that sort of gave you some ideas as well. For One of the things I started suffering from probably about three, four months in was cramps. Yeah. And I was like, I don't understand this. Why am I getting cramps, you know? Uh, and at the same time, I listened to a podcast around this. Yeah. And it was all to do with salts. Yeah. But not just your common table salt. Yeah. Calcium, magnesium, sodium, the whole lot. Um, and potassium as well. Yeah. So then I started, went on a YouTube splurge of reading about salt and watching videos. And salt's not the bad guy. Sugar's the bad guy in all yeah. this. Salt's actually good for you. Yeah. And I have at least five grams of salt a day. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, my... my you're talking about the protein water, this is mine. It's like three grams of low salt, which has my potassium in there, yeah. and two grams of Himalayan salt yeah. in two liters of water. That, I have that every day, no cramps. But I also have supplements, yeah. and you have to find the right level for you of magnesium, calcium, it, potassium. It's all about educating yourself. VJ yeah. just said it. He went on a splurge of learning through like YouTube because he wanted to understand it behind it. He wanted to understand beyond it. So I think you've got two paths you can either choose. I would muck drive everyone learn how to do it. Yeah. But if you don't want to go down the science and you want to just learn a little bit, then just listen to your coach. Your coach yeah. will tell you. And then obviously, don't think of it as a short-term fix as well, guys. Like. You, it's going to take a long time for your body to show some of the responses. So just be patient. Like with training, be patient. You know, take it for a process. Find a coach or a nutritionist that you trust and just listen to. Them. You know, you've got to trust them and do what they say and believe in it. Otherwise, there's no point in doing it. Um, I think that's fantastic. You said like anyone can start, but before you start, educate yourself and find someone who's done it. Obviously, at low carb Preston, uh, search for the blog. Instagram or I think you might have Facebook like obviously VJ is really good in terms of you can message him we always message him about our IT problems <laughs> <laughs> that's his day job that's why um, VJ is there anything else you'd like to add on it uh, I think just uh, I need to stress around the electrolytes and the, the salt good talk us through it there, there was um, it's not easy because mm-hmm. the cramps wake you up at night so you think oh, how do I address this can I just ask a question about the cramps yeah so are they just like normal cramps that you get on your muscle or are they like... No, they're very specific. Okay, can you explain that, 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 that was the strangest thing about these cramps. They'd either... At the, at the shin, so the front of your leg, or the calf. Yeah, right. So, but they were shooting cramps. So they were like muscle cramps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a different type of cramps. And the worst one is when... You got it on your shin, so you sort of stretch your leg a bit, yeah. and you get on the back, so you stretch your leg the other <laughs> way, and, and you get it on both, and so especially you just can't win, can you really? You can't win. You just got to get up. looking like a salmon in bed. Just yeah, you just got to stand up and just stomp about for a bit, and, yeah. and all everyone else in the house. But having read about these, finding your balance was the hardest bit because it took yeah. me two weeks of adjusting. Because you can't just say, "I'm going to try this today," or oh, it didn't work. You have to yeah. try it for three days. Like a different mix and vlog, you know, how much magnesium you've taken, how much sodium, how much calcium, how much potassium. And if you take too much of one, you've got an increase in cramps. Yeah. So you have to dial that back. And you learn that if I get cramps on my calf, they were due to magnesium deficiency. That's crazy. Cramps on the front were potassium. 
and, and I worked that out. And luckily for the magnesium oil, you can buy magnesium oil. Yeah, so when yeah. you have that, you just rub that on, and within five, ten minutes, things calm down. But then the worst bit, if you take too much magnesium, you get to know the inside of your bathroom very well. <laughs> so you've got to watch out for that. Because yeah, you, know, so you, you then say, right, I'm going to, I'm going to be testing magnesium today. So. I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> These are the lengths VJ's gone to. Obviously, like things that you can help with that as well as getting like food intolerance testing and your bloods done. They're really, really good ways of doing both of those. But also, your body is constantly changing from month to month to week to week. Whether that be hormone, whether that be how you've eaten, slept. So, like to understand it is very, very valuable because you can go right. I just need to adjust this a little bit because VJ is going to eventually get it down to an exact T. I think he's nearly there. Would you say? Uh, on my food? Yeah. My, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've not tracked anything for Yeah, months. he's nailing it now because he's, he's yeah. dialed himself in because he's known what he needs, when he needs it. He also knows how to change it, when to change it. If he's saying having a longer day, a stressful day, if he's going on holiday, if he's going for a longer walk, he'll know what to change, guys. I think that's probably the biggest takeaway from VJ as well, other than his mindset, is, you know, get to know your own body. I think get to know your own body and also... You mentioned blood tests. Yeah. That's the other thing that I found. The GP, one of the reasons I actually went this route as well, sorry, is uh, the GP did blood tests and said, oh, yeah, you're getting towards being pre-diabetic, you've got high cholesterol, you're getting high blood pressure, I won't put you on meds. I went, no, yeah. I'm not going on meds. I'll, I'll control it. Uh, and, yeah, my blood pressure's gone down, it's normal now. Um, my HbA1c, which is your measure of you know, pre-diabetes or your sugar yeah. levels, that's normal. Yeah. Um, my cholesterol's still high. So which is what you'd expect, but they should yeah, Exactly, be... which is what I'd expect, but the doctors still say, oh, it's high. But they should split it into good cholesterol, yeah, bad, bad cholesterol. cholesterol. Really, it pisses me off because yeah. there are a lot of people coming in going, I've got bad cholesterol, I've got yeah. bad cholesterol, and then we test them and they're fine. Yeah. You know, so it, is you it need that they, good cholesterol. So when the GP tells you that, they so they're not splitting it out when they first No, they're not, well, they are. Well, they're splitting they out can do if you ask them. LDC and HDC, yeah. they're called. But the... Yeah, I can't, the I can't formula say, they use. Yeah, the, the interpretation they've been told to use doesn't reflect reality because they don't right. test for something called triglycerides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. triglycerides yeah. is one of the most important if you, factors. If you ask for a, a fasting blood test, yeah. that includes triglycerides. Right. And triglycerides... It costs them more money to test it. I don't, I don't know if it does, to be honest. It's just another test. But that one, mine will show high. But that's fine because it's using triglycerides to move stuff around my body. Yeah. It's not just there lazing it's, around in the bloodstream, it's actually it, that's the vehicle being used. Yeah, I was going to say that, that's the best way to describe that. The triglycerides are like a vehicle moving you know, his energy yeah. system around. He's just used to using that energy system, so his cholesterol is what, you know, you can swap that out for fats. His cholesterol is helping him, his body move and function at a normal I mean, rate. It's interesting, I usually try and get a blood test done every July. Yeah. But I've not been able to due to COVID, they've not mm. been doing but I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see what bloods are this yeah. time and the year on. See, um, these are the exciting things for VJ now. <laughs> yeah, data. <laughs> he loves data, don't you? You love yeah. a spreadsheet as well. I love a spreadsheet. He does, he loves a spreadsheet. But the thing is, that, that's a good way to go because I think, like you said before, sometimes you get like a client where they'll just 
do everything that the coach is saying, which yeah. is fine and everything, but you're obviously doing the next step, which is going away and doing your own thing as well. For me, fitness, that's the most important thing. You've got to yeah. educate the client yeah. and, and show them. It's that, it goes back to that old corny saying of, you know, teach the man to fish as opposed to just giving him the fish. Yeah. And I think for us, we really, really believe in the education. And it's not just coming from us educating the client. Sometimes, like in VJ's case, it's him educating us. He's the one who's living a in a ketosis or low carb. So he's educating me in terms of the anti-inflammatory response it has on your body. And we can gain that from pretty much every client will have a different experience in life than us. And it's yeah. fantastic for us to learn from it as well. And the third one you didn't say, client to client as well. I think that's like a really good thing about the community that we've, we've got here. Yeah. That like I'm learning a lot from you, even though I've I've done keto, but probably yeah. not in the same way. Yeah. And it makes me think maybe in the future I probably will end up just yeah. giving it another try. Just for a bit, of, you know. And like I said, it might be different for everyone. Like, Gun's really intolerant to uh, caffeine, <laughs> you know. But like most yeah. people, that's why I would suggest them use because caffeine for me is really important. Um, but everyone's different, guys. Yeah. I think that's what you take away. Guy, VJ, thanks for joining us on yeah, the podcast. No I hope you've enjoyed it. But uh, guys, obviously. Follow Low Carb Preston, try some of his fantastic recipes. Also, just drop him a message if you do want to start keto uh, or just follow his blog because I think, you know, I think there's some people out there who will really benefit from it. Some people it might not work for, you know, don't be closed minded, guys. Maybe try it out just for a bit of fun for a month. Okay. Can anything else? Um, no, I was just going to say, any, any tips for anyone? Take it easy, uh, you know, phase yourself in if you are going to try it, because that'll really help you. Yeah. And yeah, shout out if you need any advice. Smashing, same as anything really, just phase it in. Yeah. Obviously, seek someone who's done it before, which is what we say here, find a coach or someone you trust. Yeah. You know, it's very simple, guys. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.